0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to Growing Tech Fast, the condensed org 3D podcast in which conversations about growing SaaS startups are held with those who have grown them. Today I'm joined by Marwan, CEO of Veeam. Uh, It's great to have you on the podcast today Marwan, how are you doing today?
1: I'm great, thank you for having me Holly, how are you?
0: I'm great, thank you. Yeah, really excited to hear a little bit more about Veeam. If you just want to give us an introduction to what you guys do and what's special about
1: you. Yeah, thank you. So we at Veeam, we help businesses, small businesses, to pay and get paid, uh, both domestic and cross border. We uh, handle accounts payable, accounts receivable for them. And we make it really simple to streamline their payments. Uh, so think of uh, companies, for example, you're in, you're a company in the US, small business and you want to send uh, payments to the UK for uh, some products you imported. Uh, The way Veeam works, you can uh, log in to the system. All you need is an email address of the company in the UK and you literally send $10,000 to the UK company who then uh, picks up the payment, can make decisions on how they wanna get paid, uh, whether they wanna take the money on their uh, on their card, on their bank account, keep it in a Veeam wallet, and the currency that they wanna work with, they wanna convert to GBP or, or uh, you know, keep it in USD or take it in Euro. So you know, the customers on each end decide how they wanna pay and get paid. Uh, we have uh, about 110 countries we work with, uh, over 80 currencies. Uh, we have about 400,000 businesses on that platform. And we started the company in uh, 2014 and I raised uh, over 115 uh, million to date. Uh, Some of the uh, investors uh, include Kleiner and Google Ventures in California and a number of banks uh, around the world. We have uh, uh, Goldman, Truist, uh, Silicon Valley Bank in the US, MUFG and SBI in Japan, uh, NAB in Australia, and NAB is National Australian Bank. Arab um, Bank in the Middle East. So we have, we have a number of banks that, uh, that invested in the company. So that's what we do in a nutshell.
0: Amazing. Yeah, it sounds like a great concept and a great company uh, to work for. I mean, how is business at the moment? I've heard it. It's, it's booming, especially this year.
1: Yeah, I think uh, what's interesting, COVID has been an accelerant to growth in online digital services. Uh, in general, and so we have a, a good chunk of our customers are e-tailers, uh, e-commerce, tech startups, tech services, online business services. And in general, what COVID did is it fueled these types of businesses and had an impact on you know, any type of business that uh, you know, requires physical exchange of goods, goods and services. Um, just by the way we have our customers laid out. We have uh, a fewer number of, of retail businesses and physical businesses. and just a lot more online. And, uh, and so the business has been great because our customers have been doing well. As customers use us to pay uh, suppliers around the world, they pay labor. Um, you, you know, this is a big trend these days as well. With COVID, since we're all on Zoom, uh, one of the trends we're seeing in the market where Customers um, they use labor outside of the country they're in. They uh, uh, use services or labor in uh, in uh, Philippines, Mexico, Brazil, India, you know, Russia, Poland. So like all around the world. Um, and this is a an interesting uh, trend at the moment, uh, given that uh, you know Zoom and this type of communication uh, removes borders. Um, and so what we do uh, as well as we help. Uh, our customers uh, remove borders when it comes to payments and simplify uh, movement of funds uh, out of the company and back into the company. Um, so that's why we, uh, we've we been seeing growth and, uh, and we have about 400,000 accounts on the platform.
0: Wow. Do you know what? That's really refreshing to hear after hearing so many companies really struggle with COVID. It's great to hear that it was the other way for you guys. So wonderful. Um, yeah, thank you. And tell our listeners about your journey. Um, so how did you start the company and where did the idea come from?
1: Uh, yeah, I used to uh, uh, have my own company b- before this, uh, which I founded and sold to Western Union. It was a domestic payment method um, in the US. And when I uh, when got into Western Union, there was a really nice uh, exposure into global uh, payment systems. Uh, just learning about, uh, you know, all kinds of payments in Europe and Asia and in other parts of the world. And so one of the things that uh, was surprising to me is how uh, complicated payment systems get, um, especially when you are dealing outside of uh, the country that you're in and how nuanced uh, it is to do payments in all these countries. And so I wanted to uh, simplify all this. And, And so the idea of Veeam, um, was essentially thinking of like, when you buy coffee in the morning, you don't think of how you pay, you just do it. Uh, you, your mind is somewhere else. Like your, your mind is on email, on, on calendars, on, on like other things in your life. Uh, payments is habitual. Whatever you have in your wallet you, you know, or your mobile phone, you pay and you move on. You kind of do it uh, sort of in the back of your mind. Now, when you go to do business payments, especially when you do them cross-border, it it goes from really simple to really complex. So you have to now think about your day. When do I need to do this payment? And I need to go get the SWIFT codes and pay wire fees. And I got to do it before cutoff times. And I got to figure out if my bank would let me do it online or not. So so there's a whole bunch of planning that is required now to do the transaction. So I, I wanted to kind of get to a model where when you're doing international transactions, um, it is similar to buying coffee. You don't think about it, you just do it. Yeah. Um, and I think for uh, the, the the environment we're in today with uh, COVID and, and having an impact on uh, global payments, I think global payments is going to be a bigger thing in the future than the, the way it was uh, before. And so we need to find a way to streamline a global payments. Now the way we think of it, we kind of make it really simple for you to do domestic and global and we go after customers that really benefit from both that's that's why we started Veeam yeah does that help
0: yeah definitely a um, great story and I think a great a, a great reason to start a company it, it makes sense okay and going on to overcoming failure so are there any particular moments that have triggered a change in your thinking or your approach to start life
1: Yeah, I think one of the things that um, you know, for anybody that's looking to start a company or in a in a startup at the moment, um, the startup world operates like differently than you know other environments. In that, um, you kind of need to think about the the things you do as a portfolio of of bets or initiatives, and uh, you know what's important is to understand that. Uh, and expect that not every single initiative is going to work. And so, if you if something doesn't work and it, it's a, whether it's a mistake or or just something that didn't go as planned or you know out of your control, uh, like at the end of the day, if you're um, if out of ten initiatives, if six or seven of them or eight of them worked and the others didn't, that, that's all you need. Like you just have to um, win more than you lose. That's yeah. basically it. Um, yeah. And so in general, like if you are um, uh, if you are fixated on making sure that everything goes to plan, the way you think the plan is gonna go, um, you, you're gonna generally have a hard time in startups because in general, you don't know what's like what's gonna work. And so a, a lot of this is, is just trying different things when they work you do more of it when it doesn't you just move on and so that that is a fundamental sort of mindset that's needed to operate in this environment
0: absolutely yeah i love that
1: okay and the the, the other thing i'd say is like you know think of uh every time something doesn't work which we call failure um uh think of it like an opportunity to learn what what else can you do that's different next time you try it so it's not that the fact that it didn't work that's important is understanding why it didn't work that can then be helpful for the next time you try something for
0: sure I mean can you think of any specific examples where you've overcome failure in your in your career or even at Veeam
1: yeah I mean um like for example we had a situation once where um we had a you know, a partner relationship. Uh, we we were working on. We, we spent a lot of time on it, a lot of effort, um, and uh, we uh, had signed the deal, and 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 we were all like, you know, fairly high up on expectations from that partnership. And then, you know, when we started getting into details, the partnership, you know, couldn't be implemented, and then it fell apart. And uh, uh, you know, because it was a big thing, it had a real impact on our uh, you know, forecast for the next uh, few quarters. And so that's an example of like a major setback that we had to uh, go through. But you know, you, you just uh, learn to um, uh, pick up, uh, uh, learn from it and, and just move on and find uh, other partners that uh, uh, you know, have the ability to implement what we wanted to implement with that first one. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's an example of uh, situations where we uh, had to overcome um, a plan that didn't work out.
0: For sure. And I think that's the biggest takeaway of learning from every experience you're a part of. And that's how you develop. So brilliant. OK. And, you know, we've discussed the low moments in startup life, but there's also many, many high moments. So. Can you think of maybe the best moment at Veeam you've had so far, or one of the best?
1: Um, I have a customer that uh, was telling me how you know, thankful uh, they are for the service because it helped them uh, track their payments. It helped them simplify their payments. And he was telling me specifically uh, about uh, you know, the, the payments he's been doing to all these markets and going in detail around how he tracked the payments that were sent to his developers in Philippines. And he had a sales team uh, in Mexico. And so he's telling me about how these payments were showing up on time and how customers were, his, his, uh, you know, his customers were happy. And that's an example. Like I, I think the most interesting thing for me when I hear it from customers about their perception of the service and what makes them delighted? Uh, like that's the high moments in uh, in my day is is listening to customer feedback um, because it's like very um, energizing. Uh, it, yeah. it is a reason to keep building, keep changing, and making things better for our customers.
0: Sure, I mean that's just surely the the biggest motivation, or at least one of the biggest motivations, uh, is for that kind of satisfaction that you've. Made customers happy,
1: so that's mm-hmm. great, yeah, yeah, um, to... industry as well,
0: yeah, for sure. Um, so going on to your personal development, then, development. So, have there been any significant changes in your personal development while you've been on this journey? Have you noticed any?
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, this is the third startup I'm, I'm in um and so i've been in startups and big companies um so i've gone through uh you know building startups being part of big environments and big companies and adapting to the uh various sort of cultures and ways of doing things um and as you do more startups you get more refined in the way to think about the problem statements and the approach that you build these companies um and so the uh the day-to-day becomes becomes better. And uh, uh, also uh, different uh, startups have different environments to them. So so when you do them multiple times, you you figure that not not every startup is the same. They all have different trade-offs to them. Um, And you kind of adapt and figure out how to um, uh, survive in the environment that, that you have in front of you. Um, and that's like the biggest thing that gets, uh, that gets uh, um, uh, refined and uh, uh, it becomes better over time. It's, it's, it's kind of like doing it multiple times in multiple settings. Um, and sometimes in multiple industries, you get enough color on each setting that uh, helps you uh, to do it better the next time. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I'm- who are your role models, whether that's in personal life or, or in the industry?
1: Um, you know, I, I, I'm, uh, I, I think of like what uh, Amazon did, Jeff Bezos in particular, I mean, it's just been an amazing transformation of an industry uh, where from like humble beginnings and, you know, apartments and very focused on a, a very specific uh, segment And now you look at Amazon and it's like, wow, I mean, it's uh, so dominant uh, in in e-commerce. It's an example of um, uh, transformation in an industry, how rapid it goes, how big it gets. Um, And, you know, what's amazing about that story is, you know, when uh, it first got started, nobody even thought it would get this big. Um, And I would argue that uh, companies like Amazon, Google, like all these tech startups, um, are actually have a lot more room to go. So they, they'll be like a lot bigger and a lot more influential uh, longer term as well. Um, but you know, in general, the, the reason why I think this is this is super interesting because um, generally people have a hard time uh, thinking about how big something goes. They underestimate it, and they also, in general. Uh, we all underestimate the amount of effort and work required to get there so you know the folks that in um, jeff Bezos in particular i mean they work nights and nights to to get there so it's a it's a, it's a long tough journey but it's a journey that has so much impact uh, in the industry and It's inspiring to see all this change
0: yeah absolutely so inspiring okay um and then what are some of the best bits of advice you've been given in your career
1: I think it's um, it's it's a combination of things. Like you gotta have persistence uh, in startups. Uh, You gotta think. um, You gotta you gotta be able to overcome setbacks, which is part of the reason you persist. Um, But you gotta be able to connect uh, short term with long term. Like it's an interesting thing in startups. Like because you don't have a lot of long term runway, you you gotta. you know, act uh, as if you only have a couple of quarters, but also the the work that you do short-term needs to connect to a long-term vision. So you need to be able to um, organize uh, things in a way where you can make an impact short-term. These things need to connect to a long-term story and long-term vision, and you kind of need to push it through and be persistent about it because there's a good chance that the odds are stacked against you anyway. And so when it doesn't get there, you gotta be able to just stick with it. Um, And that's the key thing. Yeah, for
0: sure. Okay. Um, And then lastly, what one thing should our audience be doing?
1: Um, You know, I I think entrepreneurship is an amazing thing. It's like, it's kind of like one of the things you you have to do in life. It's just like, Um, I would encourage everybody that's listening, if you have an idea or, or a business idea or a startup idea, um, to just do it, like don't overthink it. Um, because like, it's an important, you'll learn a lot. It's like a crash course in, uh, in an MBA, instead of paying for MBA, you, you can actually practice, uh, and, and potentially build something big out of it. Um. And even if it doesn't work out, that you'll learn a lot from it. It ends up being a significant enhancement to your skill set and to your outlook on life in general.
0: Yeah. I think that's some really great advice for our listeners to take away, actually. And I think, yeah, I second it. (laughs) Um, Well, thank you so much, Raul, for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure hearing your story and hearing all about Veeam and how it all started. Um, and thank you to everyone listening for tuning in
1: to Growing Tech Fast.